to the Good Boy Podcast, the monthly conversational dog storytelling podcast. I am your host, Ilya Alexeyev, and I am here joined to get again today with my brother Ian. Hey, Ian. Hey. And, you know, Ian, you're, you're my older brother. Uh-huh. You know, I like spending time with you, uh-huh. but unfortunately, um, I wish you weren't here today um, because this is the Farewell Dewey podcast. And uh, Dewey was our 14-year-old yellow lab mix who, uh, unfortunately, uh, recently, we had to put down. So, um, I guess, sad episode warning. Um, I don't know how sad it will actually be, but it's not going to be the, like, happiest episode out there. So, uh, we recorded, actually, two years ago. A little over two years ago, two years and a couple of weeks ago, with the second episode of the Good Boy podcast, and um, I kind of called it based off your quote, um, you know, episode two, "Heart of Gold, Brain of Mush," yeah. and that's how you described Dewey in that episode. Yeah, and I think that's a fair assessment of who Dewey was as a dog. So. Dewey was a yellow lab mix. We adopted him when he was nine years old. And so we were kind of looking for an older dog in our house. We already had another dog and he seemed like a good fit. Um, We actually have the, um, the printout from the San Francisco SPCA where we we got him from so it it says Dewey is a bouncy goofy pooch true full of pep and play true don't let his age fool you this guy has energy to spare also true he he will do well with people that appreciate his active personality and uh-huh. can afford him <laughs> daily exercise training true. play and lots of affection True. He would benefit from some reward-based training oh, classes yeah, very to true. keep his doggy manners sharp and plenty of mental stimulation. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty much putting Dewey in a very positive spin. I think we got the biggest uh, PR people, market research people to write that and spin that for Dewey. That was... So it's like it's the Dewey scouting report. Yeah, I mean it's it's all true. I mean that's who Dewey was as a dog. He was just a pure pure goofy energy who was just the happiest um ray of whatever um he he just exuded happiness and and was just always happy always kind of needed attention always wanted to be right there where the action was um just was by your side at all time you were if you were sitting down and you were getting up dewey was getting up to follow you he he had to be wherever the action was even if he was not needed so he um he had the energy and he was kind of um So Dewey was the 
I don't know if how unique this is to dogs, but he would kind of like feed off your energy. So like you're like, ooh, a dog's here. I'm gonna pet him, and then it would be like this like feedback loop where he's like, I need that energy, and then he would exude energy back towards you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could. I I I could. That's a fair assessment of Dewey. I think he was. Um, I don't. I don't know if it was necessarily feed off the energy. I think sometimes he would just be the energy. He'd just have to be there. I remember I would do laundry here, and um, he just had to be right there in my way, like blocking the dryer, standing <laughs> there, <laughs> just like you have no business being here there is nothing to interest you i'm not even doing anything fun but it was just something he like just like anything novel or moving he would just go and be there because he he had to be there so (laughs) i guess i want to hone in on the heart of gold brain of mush okay and heart of gold is so crystal clear like he just loved people and just Mm -hmm. wanted to be with people but the brain of mush like he just kind of had like just not like a great understanding of like personal space and like being in the way yeah i think i talked about it last time um or the first time because i think this is the third time we're talking about dewey now on the I mean, podcast. we should talk about him every I could episode. Do, yeah, we could do a <laughs> weekly podcast on just Dewey's stories. Um, no, he he would just kind of need to be there. Sometimes he would just, like, go in your face and just... Not in your face. You'd be sitting down, and then he'd just stick your face, like, right in your lap and just kind of like we would do this impression of here where we would like kind of like lower our 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 head and like open our mouth and just like breathe like and just like stick stick your like stick as your face and just like he would yeah um, that's exactly what (laughs) and you're like what does that even mean i don't i don't know what you're doing dude like are he, you like happy? Are you just breathing? Like I don't he, understand. He had a lot of weird little quirks about him. Like I don't know what this was. I don't know um, what this behavior means or what this tick means. But he would like rattle his jaw or whatever. I don't even know how he made the sound. But like whenever he was like super nervous or whatever, or I don't even know what would trigger it. But he would just like start. It would be kind of be like like. It was weird. Or something like that. But it would be like his like jaw or something. And if you like pet him, you could feel like his head vibrating. Really uncomfortable like feeling it would create for everyone else. It's like just like nails on a chalkboard. Not how it sounded, but just kind of like how it would make the the recipient of the feeling. You're like, why are you doing this? I, Um, I feel like he was the kind of dog where it's like he looks like a dog. But is he actually a dog? Like, his behavior is, like, kind of off. Like, is he, like, impersonating a dog? Like, uh, <laughs> uh, like the uh, the uh, closeness to which he would follow you is just, like, I don't know, like, absurd. Is, I don't even know if that's the best way to describe it. But, like, I, I would t- – I actually tested this multiple times where I would kind of just, like, take a few steps and then stop and then he would stop and then i'd kind of like basically like go in like a square and then he would just follow me 
And it's like, okay, that's just what he's doing. He's just following me. I th- I think, like, I, I mean, he was just like, you know. He really bought into the premise of man's best friend. And he's like, <laughs> it must be next to person at all time. <laughs> you know, sometimes he'd score a treat out of it, you know. Um, he just he just wanted to be there. Um really annoying so i guess back to the the brain of mush though is we say that because he just he wasn't like the smartest guy out there but we he was trainable like the the uh adoption listing does say he would benefit from some reward-based training and we did teach him how to shake yeah except shake for him is he was he was super excitable (laughs) he he could just like lose control of like okay first of all just he's not a good impulse control guy he was like so just kind of understand that that he couldn't really control his impulses so when you would shake he'd want to be really good and he'd want to shake but like he would go for like the one pot of shake but he'd be like i'm so excited i want to use my whole body and kind of swing both my paws at you my front paws at you and like kind of jump on you while doing this like he didn't understand like and then he'd like trip over himself because he put both paws out there and you're like dewey yeah like a lot of the times with dewey you're just like what are you doing man it's like, like what are you thinking it's like is he like a sitcom character like dewey yeah basically <laughs> he's kind of like the urkel kramer um yeah. combination character <laughs> he's that he's that role just but in dog form and then there'd be the times where he'd just bark Woof. <laughs> bark for no reason Woof. but he, it's really it wasn't funny. loud like it wasn't like he's loud like clearly it wasn't his loudest part it's like he wanted something but he would like it was really funny because he would like kind of like jump up with his like front paws and then like his head would like whip back and we like we had you know i never thought i would have like impressions of a dog but we had like so many different like little <laughs> quirks that would like you know we would all do impressions uh of of this guy because he just had he was very unique in his in his quirks you know like it was dewey he was a very defined character and uh so when we got him he was nine years old and our other dog mike he was what like six he was like three and a half years older than mike so like five to six depending let's see something like that yeah i think you're probably right right so but energy wise he would keep up with him yeah like on the walks i mean when they would play mikey was a lot stronger but in terms of walks like he was up there you know maybe sometimes he wanted to go further than mike. further yeah than mike no he's just a high energy dog i think we heard from from the humane society that he um used to go on runs and he was quite an athletic dog he'd like to run even into his old age um not as not as fast and not as graceful but he he would enjoy running it was kind of he had an interesting style of run it was kind of a more of a not a tr- a gallop that's what i'm looking yeah, for yeah like a, a kind a, of full gallop for his running it so was, we have a we have like a sliding door for the backyard and so sometimes if he 
if he saw you kind of like you were outside like doing something and you were going inside and you would you were closing you know sliding the door shut he would kind of do that gallop across the backyard yeah and it it, <laughs> it always uh put a smile on my face to see that no it was really fun like when when mikey the the black lab who's super like i need to play fetch and Dewey's there, like he Dewey wanted to be a part of the action too, but Mikey is like, I'm getting the ball right now. Um, Dewey like had trouble keeping up, so you have to figure out strategies to like throw it to Mike so he goes and gets it, and then Dewey can go get his his little ball, and then you'd like kind of toss it up. Yeah, you had all sorts of like pump fakes, like third ball, like because Mike we explained in the Mikey episode. But he had like this weird system with where he needed two tennis balls. But then you factor in Dewey and you'd have like a third ball or like a pump fake. And there was like this like seemingly elaborate system just to throw the tennis ball to the dog, to the dog in the backyard. Yeah. So you had to kind of you had to kind of make it work for the two of them, which you could. They had a very nice system when they were both pretty active. Although Dewey was really funny. I don't know if it was because his vision started to go, but we wanted to test how, <laughs> I don't know why we found this so entertaining. We wanted to test like how good he could catch the ball, which was not very good. Um, <laughs> we're like, can he catch, if we throw it, like give a little like soft underhand toss to him 10 times, can he catch two? And we did it and he got exactly two on like the last throw or whatever. I think he really got funny. four, like, I think we did, he got like four ones. Yeah. But Maybe. yeah, um, was, we would just do kind of fun tests with Dewey. So as Dewey kind of got older, one thing that was kind of interesting compared to to Mikey was like Mikey has essentially lost all interest in tennis balls. And so I don't know if that was just like he had energy he just needed to burn. But Dewey would at least like chew on a tennis ball. So even if he couldn't catch it, if you just gave him the ball, he would chew on it and then drop it in like half yeah, a his second. Attention span with tennis balls was really short. You're like, he's like, I need to do something. Please let me do something. Oh, you have a tennis ball. Give me the tennis ball. All right, Dewey. Here's the tennis ball. You've been wanting it for like a minute now. Here, have it. Oh, I'm gonna chew it twice and then drop it. I don't care about this tennis ball. Yeah, it's like chew it, like, literally twice and then drop it in, like, half a second. He would, and he would start stealing my shoes. He didn't always do this, but he started to steal my shoes, and he would carry it and drop them in random places, and it was really obnoxious trying to figure out where my shoe was it was like See, a th- that's game. where we got him give him some credit on the brain of mush because he had some sort of system sure, <laughs> he had, if he you had, want to call it that <laughs> he had some some sort of methodology uh where he would take your shoes and put them somewhere yeah i mean if you want to call it the, the, <laughs> the a method to his madness sure um but i think I don't. I don't think there was really a method. I think it was just pure, unadulterated. Like I have no attention span. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, as as big dogs get older, they're kind of the general um, thing that happens is their legs. They start having trouble with their legs, uh, the back legs getting up walking around but um one thing that was incredible about dewey is that he did not let that get in his way so 
our house has multiple stairs. Um, it's a it's a multi level house, but there's like what three four sets of s- small it's a stairs. Two story house, but there's like all sorts of stairs. It's kind of structured in a weird way where there, I guess there's like technically like four different levels or whatever. And sp- specifically in my room, which he loved so much and I could never figure out, you know, I don't want to say, oh, it's because of me, but he loved this room, the room we're recording in right now. And what was difficult for him was that there's wooden stairs and so they were kind of slick. But even till his last day, he would he would go up the stairs. Sometimes he couldn't do it very well, but he would go up the stairs all the time. And that was kind of like his like determination of like being with people and you know, instead of a people person, like being a, a people dog. Like he he had to be with people. If you if someone was home, he wanted to be with them. Well, I mean, so I'll get, I'll get, I'll kind of connect to that point in a, in a second, but you know, sometimes Mikey would want to play with Dewey and they would play like Mikey would like to like rough house, which was like nice. Cause Mikey is kind of like a, not necessarily aloof, but kind of aloof, but he's kind of like his own dog kind of focuses on his own thing. So it was nice to see that the two of them developed this like desire to play with one another but mikey would like physically dominate dewey and play like too aggressively like dewey just couldn't handle it and you're like mike you gotta really (laughs) calm down because he's you're just like pushing this poor old dog down just bumping your chest into him like i know you're doing the play bow but you're like being a little too physical and you know dewey would do it for a little bit but then dewey would like tire out <coughs> Excuse me. Um, as Dewey got older, you know, the last couple of months, like it was hard for him to physically start to stand up, and you'd have to like sometimes he'd need someone to help him to stand up, which was tough to see. But like you know, the thing with Dewey, like uh, he he just had to be with people. He kept that like energy where he's like oh you're going somewhere i need to follow you but then he like couldn't get up because his hind legs started to give up so then you're like all right you don't really need to go anywhere you're just gonna be in my way but i you're struggling to get up so i gotta help you get up and you're just gonna hold him by the torso and and then he'd guide himself up um which is sad to see but like it was just it was just dewey like you know you wanted him just like just lie down just stay down you don't need to follow us like you can just chill like you're, you're just gonna go lie down somewhere else if you follow us but i don't know is there was like such a key persona to him uh or i guess dog sona or whatever he had he had personality and that those traits stuck with him till the very end he wanted to he wanted to be with people like doesn't matter what you were doing he wanted to be with you oh you're gonna stand in the way of the dryer you're gonna try to walk oh you need to go drink water right now while i'm (laughs) trying to go right there you didn't even think you needed water but oh there's the water bowl i'll have some water um that was that was him till till the very end so uh as many dogs are he was a big fan of dinner 
And as the time from when we first got him towards the end, his, like so when we just had Mikey, he would typically get fed after we ate dinner. Um, and then basically with, with Dewey, it kind of eventually became 5 o'clock was his dinner time. And even in the last few days, like I can't remember exactly which day, he would st- still jump up while being fed. So this dog can barely get up on his own, but it's time to eat. And he would jump up a little bit. Now, in the earlier days, he would jump on the counter like dozens of times in the span of you just emptying the dog food from the can into the bowl. But he would still jump up. And I tried really hard throughout the years to try to record a good video of it. Um, But I was never able to just because of like the lighting. But he... He would jump up and down, and he would bark, and he was just a um, big fan of dinner. Yeah, you knew when it was near 5 o'clock, Cousin Tui would start to go insane. Like, sometimes he'd start to push it, and he'd, like, start... He would get really annoying before dinner. Like, he would bark. He would just be super obnoxious. He would go up to you and kind of just, like, <laughs> pushes his snout into you. Like sometimes you start doing it like four fifty five, and like no, do we gotta get get it all of a sudden earlier? I don't. This is probably just like a perception thing, and totally not like an accurate um, account of events. But like, even like around, we're like, okay, now it's like daylight savings time. That's we go, what I was just about to we say. We're about to. Oh, it's no, an hour back. It should it, be. This he is should, accurate. He this could happened. eat at six. Like, oh no, now even though five o'clock's an hour earlier, oh, it's five o'clock, I'm gonna start barking. He knew the time change. I don't know how. I mean, (laughs) other than that, he's an animal. He knew. I don't know how. Yeah, but daylight savings is just such an artificial thing. Brain of mush didn't matter. He knew the time change. Really big brain over here with his big brain. (laughs) He knew it. He knew it's up. It's five o'clock. I don't care if it was yesterday, it was actually, it would be. 3 3:59 it's 5 o'clock and now give me food so um we're recording this in february and um it was around like the very end of january when we uh we finally put him down um I think but it was the first the fir- I think maybe it was the, the first, first of the month um but in mid mid december he wasn't doing well and so we actually almost did it then um and he because he had a few bad days in a row um he he had seizures that was like a known thing for when we adopted yeah when we adopted him and you know he had some legitimate seizures you know that we would see but then as he got older we wouldn't like i don't know i mean obviously i'm no doctor i'm no veterinarian but I would call it like a micro seizure where we didn't even see him have it, but he would feel the symptoms. We would see the symptoms of it where he's kind of like swaying back and forth. Like he, his balance is all off. Like you could tell he was like, he was confused and off. And, um, you know, so he was having stuff like that. He wasn't walking well. Um, and then we kind of talked about it. I mean, you came over and kind of were like saying your goodbyes. 
and the next day he's okay. Yeah. And that's kind of like his like never give up attitude where it's like he would try multiple times to get up the stairs. He would he would fall down the stairs sometimes. And obviously that's hard that was hard to see when we tried to avoid that. But he would get up the stairs and he would do his <laughs> breathing and uh he would always have a smile on his face and so like it was ne- it was like impossible for me it was impossible to get mad at him. Yeah, I mean, he, like, early on, you, like, when we first adopted him, it was easy to get mad at him, but then it got to the point when it was just tough. You're like, oh, man, you just felt really bad for him, but, I mean, I mean, that's just, I mean, you you tell him out, and he knew out, but then about five seconds later, he would come back in, because his attention span was not very, was not very long. Um, and so, um, you know, the, the, that was tough for us. I remember kind of morbidly saying in December, well, this is Dewey's last Christmas. And we were kind of, I don't know if joking is how you describe it, but it was kind of like, I guess kind of coping, trying to make light of the situation that, you know, he we knew he wasn't going to be around that long. And so there was a lot of times where he's, you know, he couldn't get up. And so he would kind of pee a little bit or he'd dribble while trying to get outside or he'd poop a little bit inside because he couldn't make it out. So, you know, that was definitely difficult, difficult for us to see. Um, and so um, I guess eventually it came time where like, you know, this is, this is just too much for him. You know, we're, we're kind of having to like nurse him in the middle of the night, going in and out of the backyard. Um, and so we originally actually, um, it was eventually scheduled for yesterday of the day of recording, but we ended up doing it like three weeks, three weeks, four weeks Something like that. Um, earlier. Was his scheduled day um, where he was going to be put down, but he he was suffering enough where it's like, okay, we're going to do it. You know, it was a Saturday, um, and before that, we were like, you know what, we got to take him out on a last walk. He hadn't really been out on walks very much; his legs weren't doing that well. We're going to take him out for a last walk, and so um, it was. Uh, you, me, and our other brother Dima, who's recorded before, Mikey, and Dewey. So it's kind of like the Fab Five, the Bros, whatever you wanted, whatever kind of nickname you wanted to call us. And that was actually like one of the best. I mean, it was sad, but one of the best walks we had been on. I mean, I remember having my hood on um, and I was crying a bunch during it. Um, because you know, I didn't want to see Dewey go, but he had a great time. And one thing that was kind of, um, for me, that kind of stuck out was sometimes when you're walking the dog and you're like, okay, hurry up, you know, stop smelling this bush. I kind of want to get on with it. But for me on that walk, I was like, take your time, yeah. you know, like this is, this is the last time 
you're gonna do it and you know like i don't want to see you go although it's your time um so take your time smelling the bush walk through the ivy which you like to do it's this one person's house that had like ivy on the fence and like on the ground he loved it for whatever reason but it's nice to you know see him it's hard to to put a dog down it's not an easy decision you know i know mom had a really long time where she was really struggling with the decision and kind of going like i kind of just want him to go out while he's asleep because you know the timing of it is is hard to do you know it's hard to let go but you know and his attitude was never like i'm gonna just like i'm done i'm done it's like no i gotta smell the kitchen floor even though no one has eaten here in five hours well there's a lot of close calls with them and you know he he made the decision you know it was like i guess like the rule of thumb is like oh three bad days if there's like three bad days that's when you know it's time but he would go like all right i'm having three bad days it's the fourth day you're gonna put me down oh i'm totally okay i'm normal it's like no big deal um and i don't know it's like part resilience part just sheer lack of just feeling better and just having a couple tough days but like it was it was time for him You, you hate to see it but i mean that's just part of a Part of life as a dog owner you know yeah they don't they don't live as long as you and you see that you you know you see their whole life um i think uh one one like gigantic takeaway from just like his entire life was just being um optimistic like he was the most optimistic anything i've ever seen like he Anytime you were eating something, he thought he, he, he was might have get, a chance. He might he, have a chance. He, he, he was gonna food. get. He was gonna get something. He always thought. Oh, and positive. he didn't get it. That's well, okay. Next he, time I'll get some. Yeah, exactly. He was always, you know, checking the kitchen floor for food, even if it was, you know, the morning before anyone's eaten breakfast. So no one has eaten anything, you know, since like six thirty or whatever from dinner the previous day. But he was scouring that floor, like, because maybe there could be something good. Yeah. Well, unrelated, kind of. But my favorite thing about <laughs> about Dewey is Dewey would get his medicine and he would get it with cream cheese. And Mikey, Mikey soon learned what Dewey meant whenever Dewey was called. Because Mikey would always like, oh, Dewey, that means he's getting a treat. I'm going to get a treat, yeah, too. Would it, would it be weird now if we were just like... Do we and see if Mikey comes? Uh, I like, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to try because that. because like usually when Dewey would be called, he'd usually be getting something. So Mikey would always follow oh, just right. just to make sure that you know there wasn't in, hey, any don't, inequality. Don't forget about treats. me. Um. So that that walk that walk was like um. I don't know. Great would be the 
right it was nice it was it was a a nice ending um i mean it's been a while since we would do that i mean the three of us and the two dogs would go on walks for a while but i had since moved out and so that wasn't a regular thing so just to kind of an opportunity to do it a little more time was nice it was always better to walk the the two dogs with someone because taking those two guys was kind of a pain in the butt when you were by yourself it was just like crisscross with your arms and then one smell one wants to go this way oh i'm gonna poop but i'm gonna go i'm gonna you're gonna poop i'm gonna try to keep going yeah it was it was it was challenging and then especially like earlier where it's like we have so much energy so we're pulling and um, i would sometimes i would just like give up and just i'm like all right guys we're going home i'm not (laughs) walking you guys anymore we've walked we've been walking for five minutes this is really obnoxious i'm sorry but you know when it was nice to walk with people it was nice to you know chat with 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 you guys with them and it was just a good excuse to just kind of hang out um um, and um, I just remember too. Mikey was just really happy that walk too. You know, Mikey had had some kind of like health things where he he his like energy went way down, and we gave him we've been giving him these supplements, and he's been feeling a lot better and can go on walks and is happy and can run a little bit. Um, and so I think you I could tell like oh he was really happy to see it uh dewey um on the walk too yeah because mikey had been walking solo because we basically yeah. stopped walking dewey because he couldn't yeah it's kind of like that it. that tough thing with like uh with i mean it's the same thing with people when they're elderly it's like well how much do you exercise it's like do you tire them out too much is it, is that too much or you know they still need you still need exercise so they don't you know lose all their muscles so it was, it was, it was like, that tough balance yeah but i mean dewey dewey kept himself busy he would need to follow people he wouldn't just yeah yeah he wasn't just like sleeping all day he's actually like the dog who i've seen who i've seen like sleep the least well there was one habit he started to do when he got older and had struggles getting up and sleeping was when people were gone he would leap in front of the front door oh yeah and you would open the door and you would push it and he'd be there you'd hit him and be like all right i'll get up it means i can get up i guess like you like learned oh if i wait by the door i can be notified when someone comes home because they'll hit me with the door um but then he, he kept doing that and then he sometimes just could not get up yeah there was one time where i had to go through the backyard because he couldn't get up and uh, i've like called people like hey can you help dewey up i can't get in the house and those were those were kind of like those those signs where it's like okay he's getting older i mean when we adopted him he was about 90 pounds so he was like a little overweight but by the time he we put him down he was 65 pounds yeah, he was and really so we had him for bones. just slightly over five years. So you know, you average that out, he basically lost like five pounds a year. Well, I don't know. Like, it could. I think towards well, the end, it got really fast. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's yeah. Just no, the I average, know, on average, but, but but you I know, mean, but if you look at like 
how much he lost at the end. It was yeah, he got really thin where just, you could see his ribs. And it was kind of like he wasn't um, like he would eat more than Mikey, but he he just his, I guess his body the... couldn't keep the mass. You know, yeah. obviously I'm no dietitian or vet or dog dietitian, um, but you know that like it's it's one of those things too where you like see the comparison pictures. And you know, because when you you see someone every day, yeah, like you don't notice. It's, the it's way more gradual. No, but, but I saw a picture when we, you know, we'd start like if the days afterwards. We're of course going through our phones and finding all the Dewey pictures and like you know, just kind of reliving all these memories. But like getting some of the photos of Dewey when we first caught him, like wow, he was really big. It's a much bigger dog. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think it said that he needs to lose a couple of pounds in the um in the little bio about him. So um, I guess kind of like the the like lasting kind of like feelings about him was he was just like the sweetest, most like loving dog, and like he he legitimately cared about you and wanted to be with you, and I was like often so endearing to have um an animal that was just like always wanted to be by your side um i mean he's he's the kind of dog like personality wise like why oh this is why people like dogs because they're just sweet and want to be with you and, and love you like that's all what do is about Sometimes it was to the other extremes where, like, this is why you don't want a dog because well, they're so needy. For me, and yeah, need- for, for me, sometimes I was like, oh, our friends love him because they just see, like, the, like, goofy side, but they don't have to, like, deal with it day in, day out. Yeah, classic, like, people would it's leave just, the house and like, hey, you can take him. He's yours. It's the same thing with the puppy. It's like, oh, this puppy is great. Like, I love this puppy, but it's like... Well, you're not the one who's having, you know, your clothes, dest- your house destroyed, like having to walk him like t- five miles every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was like the su- sweetest dog. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in the initial episode, but the uh, the cats that we have kind of bossed him around. Yeah, he I was never bullied by that. the cats. They would just swipe at his face and attack him and bite him even when he was sleeping. Yeah, they were real jerks. Um, but he didn't do anything to them. I mean, he would smell them, but he he wasn't like... Uh, it's in- inexcusable behavior for cats. If you're a cat person and... Like this, this would turn you against cats because they would just like pick on this guy for no reason. They would do the thing where you know cats kind of rub against your legs. They would go do that to him and then like bite him or like swipe at him, and he wasn't even doing anything. Yeah, he, he was just there. Um, Me- meanwhile, Mikey like bosses them around. Like they're terrified of Mikey, but Dewey, who's like roughly the same size as Mike. Yeah, so this is like this bullied. dog who's like five times as big as them would get bullied by these Yeah, just these utterly bullied. Um, but I guess that's kind of just like a testament to his, his like sweetness where, you know, like I always think like he wouldn't intentionally hurt a fly. Like if yeah. he hurt a fly, it would be on accident. Um, yeah. So uh, I think that's, you know, I guess mostly what I have to say about him, you know, like it was definitely hard, like 
Um, you know, this is a few weeks out and from when we put him down, even before when we put him down, you know, we thought about it. So, you know, a lot of my, um, my tears and like deep, uh, feelings have kind of been let out so that, so, um, I guess that's kind of like the thing I was, um, thankful for was it's like it wasn't like some sort of accident and all of a sudden we had to do it so like at least we were prepared for it as difficult as it always is yeah but i mean like i mean he's just like an example of like you know how people think dogs are a part of your family because like you know we would let our friends know like oh we had to put dewey down or we're about to put dewey down and like the outpouring of love towards dewey was like there just because like he was dewey like he every very memorable he left an impression on you like you you had a feeling about dewey one way or the other yeah you had an opinion you were either like wow this is like such a sweet dumb dog or wow this dog is really annoying but like he he left that mark it's not like and he was was just there one of those you know like you always hear this you hear this saying with people but it's like they broke the mold after they made him like it feels like that with him because he he was his own unique it's a legendary being. dog i mean i i i tell like the stories about dewey in my class and it's like i, I teach seventh graders and they always react the same way they like love dewey they, they never met him but just hearing <laughs> stories about dewey they're like we love this dog it's this dog is our hero because <laughs> i mean they're seventh graders so they're like yeah but you know that's just he was just a personality he was he was a legend at least at least around these parts so um i guess the hope is that um if you're looking for a dog you can find your own dewey find a dog adopt an older dog they need homes they're sweet they're like helpful help however you can um you know there's pros and cons with it but if if you feel dedicated i'd totally recommend I adopting mean, an older dog everyone wants a puppy but puppies require puppies so much attention um and even dewey needed dewey a, lot of attention. a lot of attention he, he was so, nine years old and so we uh we we would you know pontificate what what would a puppy dewey be because oh, like that's just un, unreal um just pure and, madness i wish i could energy. see pictures of him here's the the thing with dewey is just there's so much mystery but i mean like we only had him for like five years and towards the end of his life you know the second half of his life like there's just so many other dewey stories out there that we don't know and um it's just it was just wonderful, though, that he did make it to 14, you know, 14 and some, four, probably 14 and a half or whatever. Which is impressive for as a, a lab. A, as a lab, you know, big dog, like, um, you know, that, 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 that's not easy. So, um, he had a nice full life, you know, he was definitely loved in this house and he loved us. So that, that was wonderful. He's, he's, you know, you can you can still look at pictures of him, and you know, you feel his presence. He's like, you know, he, you know, he may be gone, but you can still feel all the same feelings you had. It's just very, very present with him. You know, we have this picture of him, like the the adoption page. 
that we read from and you see this picture and you're like oh there's dewey and it just feels exactly like him his that picture just exudes i know i used exudes earlier because i that's my word of the day but he just yeah it's really appropriate it is just you see that picture and like that is the essence of dewey and yeah i mean uh you know it's 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 always hard to lose an animal i mean it's been about 10 years since we put down sparky um so it's been a long time for us you know um it's obviously it's never easy but um you know unfortunately had to be but we will always cherish his memories a lot of the picture we have a lot of pictures of him you know as him being uh, a dog in the smartphone era so we definitely have that um so that's always a, a, a nice thing to have um so i hope those looking for a dog consider adopting older dogs um of course they have their own baggage but they are wonderful and they need homes too um, so I think that just about wraps it up. Um, I will always remember Dewey. Um, I had a bunch of names for him. Uh, Dewey, Duford, Do, Big Do, Doo Doington, Doo Head, Doo Brain, Doofus, Big Doo Those are all the nicknames that I would call him. Yeah, and they all fit. Um, yeah, so uh, appreciate... Uh, you listening to this episode um, this isn't you know I could have recorded it I wanted to give myself some time to record this because I didn't want to cry on the episode because um, I didn't I didn't know how that would turn out on on the show but um, thank you for listening um, the show is available on all all the major platforms podcasting platforms um please subscribe or rate it um specifically on itunes it's like the main place you can rate it um i've been working really hard on expanding the good boy podcast instagram account it's called at the good boy pod um i'm posting stuff there daily there's dewey pictures there's other dog pictures there's mikey pictures Sometimes Mikey pictures with Dewey in the background. With Dewey in the background. Um, so the, the, the avid, the, the keen, avid uh, fans will notice that. I, I posted one the other day from this recording where you could see Dewey kind of blurry in the background, sleeping. Um, so appreciate listening. Uh, listening. Um, please recommend the show to a friend, family member, um, co-worker, loved one. Hated one, recommend, you know, share the show, spread the love of the message of dogs. Make this the number one listen podcast while you walk your dog. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Again, thank you for listening. And as I always say, keep petting those dogs.